Off to a great start. Woo! Welcome to Is It Anime? Where we ask the real question, is this anime? Where have you been? Oh, this is so embarrassing. So, anyways, <laughs> we're going to watch some things. We're going to talk about some things. I'm on the other side of the room now, putting this down. Um, and we're essentially going to ask the question, is this anime? Because it, it seems to me in this society that things either are anime or they aren't anime. It's a lot of blurred lines. And... That's that's the big issue I think facing society right now. Robin Thick. We need to be able to rob in thick. Definitely in that. Rob, but also <laughs> thick. So, today we're going to talk about Queer Eye more than a makeover. Mm-hmm. So, if you haven't seen Queer Eye before, um, I haven't seen the original series. I don't know anything about the original series. Oh, crap, Queer Eye for the straight guy. Queer Eye for the straight guy. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, apparently it was just for the straight guy. It's no longer just for the straight guy. It's so, Queer Eye More Than a Makeover, for me, seems like a whole, like, well-rounded development of a person, rather than just, like... Again, I haven't seen the original, but it seems like it was more of just, like, a makeover. It's more than a makeover. It's more it's, than see, a makeover. And I, see? You guys get it. You guys, you guys get me. Um, <laughs> so, I'll be here for the whole show. <laughs> rest he's sure. not going, I'll make sure he's not, not going, going anywhere. Um, so... You know, before I even jump into all that, I'm going to explain what this show even is. Who Should are you? you? Introduce your co-host? Who are you? You're bad so, at this. So, long time... <laughs> that was that was way too much. This is going to not be good. hey You so, want to cancel the podcast? So, generally... <laughs> so, long-time podcast listener, not long-time podcast recorder. So, I'm Rob. This is... We have Greg here, who has not said anything yet. Hello. Um... That's Nate. Hey, everybody. It's Nick Conrad. Full name. And that's Todd. Do you want to go by Todd? You don't want to go by Todd. So this is well, Todd. Well, you just giving it away. <laughs> so, I didn't um, know we were doing pseudonyms. <laughs> no, I just go by... Dude, I, don't, I, I don't hide. So, if you're still here... Come find me. Sorry about all that. <laughs> uh, so, this podcast is going to be all about... Essentially, not joking around entirely. We're going to watch things. I know what you're talking about. Um, shows, movies... <laughs> Um, and we're essentially going to talk about them for a little while, and then we're going to face ourselves with the biggest question of all time. Not, you know, is there a God? Not, how do we solve such and such crisis? How do I reach these keys? How do I, how do I reach these keys? We're going to talk instead about... <laughs> we're going to talk instead about... <laughs> we're going to talk instead about... Whether or not a thing is anime. And that's going to be the whole central idea of what we're doing. Um, yeah. So, anyway. Queer Eye, more than a makeover. So, essentially what the idea of the show is, is that we have these these five guys who go into someone's life. We have Tan, Jonathan, Anthony, Bobby, and Karamo. All of them have their own specialties. They go in and they, you know, usually... Just catch someone off guard, whether they be like, in like, a restaurant with all their friends who have been uh, who have been riding their like old style cars and they're having their their brunch or whatever. What do they call those guys? Do you remember that? The one with like the dude. He was sitting in that diner with the. Uh, that yeah, that's what I said. Drama. No, I know that. I oh. was making up. Oh, I see what you're saying. All right. Oh, so, okay. Anyways, yeah, okay. So so they, they go. 
I see now. I've already so, the argument's over. I've won. I so, it's done in two minutes. Alright. Alright, so, <laughs> so they so they bamboozle the person in the middle of just like whatever they do, and then they say, Hey, you're on queer eye now, let's go do queer eye stuff. And so we'll, we'll let let's take us through the entire process of how this show goes. Because the process I feel is almost as important as I mean, the, the characters them fucking selves, like the, the whole the whole show. It's it's all about the process. So, let's talk about the introduction on how they bring these people in. So they start out usually in this. Is it like an SUV that they that they drive? Yeah, yeah, they drive. yeah. yeah it's just, so yeah. So that so then this it and fits they all five of them comfortably. Yeah, very comfortably. We fit another. You probably fit another. Oh, can do we you imagine? Need, uh, do we need to make it the fast no. six? Leave it at five. What they figured it out. What they figured the out the be? chemistry. What's, what's the area they're missing, though? Because they have oh, they have fashion. They're missing a wild card. Oh. Well, don't need no, a Jonathan's card. a wild card. The, well, no, he's the hair. He is the hair, but he's also the wild card. He brings card. a little wild card element. Yeah. To it. Yeah. So let's actually... What, what there's like good. a sex... Like a, yeah, I was going to say like a relationship, <laughs> lifestyle. The, the fucking, I mean, Kurama's like the, the culture, expert. but... The, so this is actually a great point to talk about the characters. So the, the show always opens up with them in this uh, in the suburban, and they're driving to go meet their their client. Um, Somebody recommends them to get yeah. picked up for the show, and then uh, the Fab Five show up. They they normally like center around a certain city, and they'll like go to different areas. Like that uh, one season we watched, they were in Atlanta. One uh, season we watched, they were in Philly, and uh, they'll go around to who they're recommended to, and they will. Fucking blast in and change their lives to the best. It's like a blast gay ambush. In. They not only change the body, they change the mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's more than a makeover. Thank you. <laughs> it's more than a makeover. You, you have had 100% good statements. This <laughs> um, so, so let's talk about these guys who are hanging out in this in this suburban. So we can start first with a. Uh, is is it pronounced tan? It is pronounced tan. Yeah, tan. tan. That's how it's so, yeah. Tan. So tan. Tan. Let's talk about Tan. Tan. So, so Tan is the guy who does all the clothes. Mm-hmm. He's fashion. Um, Twinkie guy with silver hair. That's what the trademark. It's owned by us. So, so, so Tan. He's fashion. He's fashion. Tan, I also feel like, is one of the more like underrated members of the Fab Five because he's like really quiet. He's, he's sassy. He's got a little, sassy, got a little silver fox thing going. Mm-hmm. Real uh, silver fox. But you thing. know, he, you talk, you start talking to him about the deep, you know, important stuff about life. You know, he spits, he spits some hot knowledge in that regard. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's, uh, you know, they all are life advice people in an extent. But I think the I think big Tan thing delivers there. The thing that separates Tan for the others is that he will get sassy. Like he will like make fun of you and like just be like, "Oh my god, what are you doing?" Like and, and we'll come back to this later. This is proving my point for later, but he, he's the sassy one. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, part of his job like at the beginning during the gay ambush They'll like show up mm-hmm. in this person's home, and he'll okay. his Let's job. He'll go up to like go up and look at all your clothes and be like horrible, yep. horrible, yep. horrible. He does horrible. not hold back. He'll horrible. make you feel bad, but then he'll build you back up. It's about tearing you down and building you back. I mean, up. It also like, depends on like what season you see, because like I've noticed like more recently with the like, later seasons, he more so just like looks at like, their clothes and he's like feels sorry for them. Like he looks at them and just like. 
Why are you wearing this? This, this, is, this is like this is way too big for you. It's adding all that weight that you lost back on. Why are you doing this? <laughs> oh, Dude, I just so watched that one. Yeah, oh, great, great episode. He's like devastated. He's yeah, like, but you're so much better than this. Which it, I think is like the genuine caring that comes from all of uh, all, all the other guys on there. But we'll, we'll wrap that all in. So, anyways, we got tan. We're gonna say I feel like we're gonna save Jonathan for last because right, we'll Jonathan is such a can of worms, a can of queen worms. Um, so Anthony or Tony, you know, he goes by like multiple things in the show. So he's the guy who takes care of uh, like food stuff, the cuisine, mm-hmm. cuisine, the hot one. How do we feel about him? Yes, he is absolutely. He probably comes the closest from like, am I gay? Maybe. That guy, I can <laughs> yeah. recognize that guy's really hot though. Yeah, <laughs> that guy's <laughs> definitely hot. Yeah. He's got a John Mayer vibe to him. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I think in terms of his contributions to the show. I, what I really like what he does is he uh, kind of meets them at their level. Like, he's not going to be like, okay, you're a redneck from the South who doesn't know what guacamole is. I'm going to teach you how... That, but I'm going to teach you how to make uh, crumble. Like, he's like, I'm going to teach you how to make... Uh, <laughs> Which is like, not even what that's called. Not, crumble. Crumble. Fuck you. C-R-E-M-E. Crumble. Okay, crumble. Here's the deal. My point is... When you have sex with a thing from the... From the... The Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four. idiot. Um, you get a crumble lie. <laughs> oh, that's kind of funny. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, it's he's not in time. I hate you. Here goes the thing. <laughs> it's crumbling time. Oh, um, okay. So we got we got tighten up, tighten up, tighten up, tighten All up. All right, so. He, he's not just going to walk in with you having no experience being like, oh, here's uh, how you make a very fancy French di- dish. Uh, he's also gonna, known as a crumble leg. He went <laughs> um, what he'll do is he'll be like, okay, like, well, here's an avocado. Let's make some guacamole. Like, we'll teach you something easy. Um, I, he, he's kind of one of the more quiet guys until you get him drunk, and then he's, he's having a good time. Oh, he's fun. But, um, yeah, no. Yeah, I, I like, I like, uh, I like Anthony a lot. I will say he's probably got the cushiest gig on the show. One hundred percent. Cushiest what? The gig. cushiest gig. It's the easiest job. I mean, you know, he's teaching how to cook it. I mean, these are guys who are remodeling houses. They're having pseudotherapy sessions. Yeah, right. There's a lot of work, but you know, he he has a good time. You know, I'm gonna teach you how to cook. Mm-hmm. I, you know, we can do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he he does what he wants. Probably not as good a cook as he is. He's a real good cook. Well, I, I think at the same time, I think it takes like a lot of like thinking to try to figure out like, okay, like, what can someone like feasibly do, while also like pushing themselves a little further. You yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Um, like there was a the last one I watched today, the guy had to do the uh, like the dinner party for a wedding, and he made like short ribs, which like they did them like in like a crock pot, and I was like, well, that's like. Thing that you can do, yeah, I'll do it right now, right? But like, for this guy, this guy like never made anything ever. So like, short ribs was like shockingly impressive. Also, side note, should not have been the guy who was dosing for yeah dosing the dinner party for (laughs) the guy who was that dinner party. (laughs) The guy who was hosting the dinner party that was a weird decision. But yeah, he meets them where they're at. Um, then Bobby, Bobby. Okay, so I talked about Tan being the most underrated character. Let's let's come back to Bobby. I'll, I'm also going to call them characters because this may or may not be an anime. So, um, Bobby is the guy who does the home improvement stuff, which might be like the most like shocking portion of the show. 
Honestly. You see him the least, but he does the most. Because he does a, he's doing a fuck ton of work. Yeah. It's the HGTV part. <laughs> yeah. Trademark. It's like trademark. 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 Parody. Parody trademark. It's like second trademark. You got two. Um, it's almost like uh, Extreme Makeover like uh, with Ty Pennington, except for he's just way better than Ty Pennington. Yeah, and, like yeah, Ty Pennington's out here like flashes tool belt. He's like, yeah, yeah, look at me. I'm rebuilding your home. Whereas Bobby is just like, oh, why you guys weren't, why you guys didn't have the cameras on? I, I, I fucking remade the shit out of your house. <laughs> it looks awesome now. You don't look like a weird homeless person who yeah. just crashed in here. And he yeah. doesn't... Go, go on. No, I kind of hear you. It looks like you're holding the rent. It looks like you got okay. something. <laughs> so, he also... I'm proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> this will um, be fun for so you, Bobby, Bobby also... Uh, so, he doesn't have like the crew that I feel like Home Makeover does. When like they always like, started out with like, Hey, what's going on the entire town? Let's burn this house to shreds. And then let's rebuild it together. Like, whenever you see Bobby in action, it's usually, like, Bobby and then, like, five fucking people. I like to imagine that Bobby's just doing it alone, like, just with the sweat on his brow, being like, this is gonna make somebody's life better. It's like one part of Hoarders, where, like, they clean the house and, Mm, like, put the tiles and stuff. It's that part, just without the filth and feces and... Yeah, I I just imagine Bobby's in there, you know, he's installing new shelves or everything, and he fucking, in true anime fashion, he rips his shirt off, and he's fucking... Jack, yeah. <laughs> he's got like an eight pack. He does yeah. the JoJo pose yeah. where he leans back and like, make sure you can see everyone. Yeah, but you know, I wish we would see more of that. I wish we would see more of Bobby just putting the work in because he's not as outlandish as a lot of the other characters, so he doesn't really get as much screen time as you would like. But mm. dude contributes, it seems. Yeah, I think his uh, like the big contribution, other than like the, the thing that he does with the end product. Is he usually like takes them? Uh, he takes them out like shopping for like furniture and like decorations, things like that. And this is where like I feel like you learn a lot about people um, and like things that they like that they that they like around them. Because um, you know, he asks about like like what like what kind of like place would you like to live in? Um, and this gives you like an ideal of like okay, like, this is like who like this person wants to be. But also like it, like it starts to like open them up a little bit. Like some people are just like you know everything's fine, like all this looks good. And, like, that, like, teaches you something about a person. Some people reveal this, like, underlying, like, creativity where they're like, oh, like, this looks great. Like, this is, like, the thing that I would like to have. Like, this, like, color scheme, like, matches all this stuff. It's like, why have you been doing this the whole time? Um, so I feel like that's like, the big bit of Bobby that you get other than, like, the end product. Um, but, yeah, very underrated, underrated character. Alright, um, time to get to the main character yeah. Well, not, not yet. No, no, this is my main character. He's oh, this the is your main character. I, I think he's... Kura, all right, Kuramo. Kuramo is this, definitely this the main character. This might be more of a debate than the actual... I think, I think Kuramo, Kuramo's the star of Kuramo. So Why can't it be both? So I'm gonna he's go my ahead, protagonist. I'm going to go ahead and just introduce both of these characters, and then we'll talk about both of them. So <laughs> My favorite anime fight. <laughs> like you can't leave the village, Jonathan. I'm gonna leave the village. Queen. Is Jonathan Sasuke? I think Jonathan. I, I no, Jonathan's. Well, Jonathan. We'll get to this later. This is a later. Yeah, that, that's true. All right. So, so Jonathan is uh, the person who does like, like the self care. So, like hair grooming. I think um, yeah, yeah, grooming. grooming. That, that's a that's a perfect way to put it. That's so, how they put it. <laughs> that is how... Have you listen, seen the show? Okay. Yeah, I don't think you're a real fan. Have you ever watched that show? <laughs> Get any... <laughs> no, no, leave it in. I want him to leave it in. So anyways, I think that this is just... 
gonna be like a funny thing to do. <laughs> yes, for it's, 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 it's gonna right, make so. your editing process um, a nightmare. It, it is. It's not gonna help me at all. <laughs> it takes a sip. So Jonathan, so Jonathan Van Ness, the only person whose last name I actually know, mm-hmm. because Jonathan Van Ness is such a just it's up a brand. There character. It's a yeah, brand. It is. Uh, I, I still keep calling him a character even like outside the show. Person. He's a person. Well, I'm treating it like an anime. I'll call him he, he, she, they. It's a, a non-binary... <laughs> yeah. So... Reality anime. Anyways. Jonathan does grooming. Jonathan also seems to be the person who talks about a person's just like worthiness of beauty and everything like that the most. I'll come back to that. But that's what Jonathan does. Jonathan also very just outrageous. I love Jonathan. When, whenever you think of the phrase Yas Queen... I was about to say, he's the epitome of it. Jonathan is the epitome of Yas Queen. He's, if you made Yas Queen a person, that would be... Yes. Yeah. Every time I see Jonathan, I just I'm, I get so fucking happy. He's like, just he's literally a ray of sunshine. Like He's, he's the most yes. positive character. Again, I'm going to keep referring to them as characters because this is an anime. I, this is my stance and I'm laying it down now. Nick Conan, it's an anime. Um, yeah, I know. We'll get to that later. Um, but Tom's taking my notes. I so I so much don't want this. What? It's it's such a good point. I know it is, and we'll get to it. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I, Jonathan is like literally just this this ray of sunshine who comes down and just makes you feel happy about yourself. He is he's yeah. a hype beast. Like yes, yeah, he's, 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 he's a hype beast. Wait, when when they come into the house, it's not the Fab Five leading the charge in this house. It's Jonathan. Jonathan is. Because Jonathan is the person that you pay attention to. Mm-hmm. When Jonathan comes rolling in, who knows what Jonathan's wearing? Exactly. He's Jonathan a- might be wearing a t-shirt and jeans. Jonathan might be wearing a dress. Jonathan might be wearing a crop top. You and he's that. fucking rocking them! Yes! Oh, hell fucking yeah. He's the one car- holding the battering ram during the gay mm-hmm. ambush. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, during the gay ambush. <laughs> as the gay SWAT team comes in, <laughs> firing self-care. <laughs> there. All right, so we're, I feel like we're... we're Going really deep into Jonathan. Um, let's move into the main character. Let's, let's character. move into Karamo. So Karamo is the guy who handles like culture, and so it means a this lot is of different kind of like it's, it's yeah, it's very ambiguous. So Karamo essentially, I think his job is all to weird. like to um yeah man you might as well go another round. Get another round. I don't try. So Karamo's <laughs> basic thing, I think. Seems to be like almost doing like a fucking like intake at a like an outpatient therapy place, and like figuring out like okay like, what is this person's issue, and then he takes them somewhere whether it be like their like place of work, whether it be uh, like a place that they say that like, they enjoy, just you know anywhere or like any place that they've like shown interest in, and he starts to talk to them about you know, oh excuse me, so like what is it that's like gotten you to like this position, and then Karamo has a very like. I, I'm, a, I'm a therapist myself. Like, I, I know the skills, I know the techniques, all that sort of stuff. Karamo, I don't believe, is trained like in any of this shit. And yet, I feel like Karamo would be the best therapist I ever fucking had. I mean, like, I've almost got to imagine he does have some sort of he has background. Some background. He definitely has some sort of background, because he's he's too good at it. I, yeah. you know, I, a lot of, you know, you mentioned it a bit earlier, you know, like, there's sort of a mental state that you have to be in to get to the point where someone in your life is like, we need these gay dudes to fucking turn his life upside down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think Karamo, his job is 
I believe the most important. One hundred percent. He gets. He essentially sits down with the person of the week and has them identify what the issue is. And, mm-hmm. and you know when they when the Fab Five you know leave that place, you know they you know because ultimately nice house, uh, nice fashion, you know ability to cook, all that, all the other things the guys are contributing. Mm-hmm. You know those could all fall apart in instant if. You haven't actually identified what your problem is in your life, and I think Karamo is—he does the most important work, and that's why he's the main character. Where he's—I I think he does an incredible job of holding that mirror in front of you, mm-hmm. and like sometimes it's so hard to like embrace like what's wrong with you, and he does a really good job of not like attacking you and being like, "You right. need to change yourself." Mm-hmm. It, it's like a, if you want to better yourself. This is what you got to do. Like there was the one of the the football player uh, for was it Villanova? Uh, I think it was Villanova. Yeah, I think that was it. Yeah. Um, there was like a football player from Villanova who like opened up his own gym, and like there was this one um, like exercise that they did where he just kept putting weight on him, yeah. and he was just like, "Yeah, I remember that." Is this easy? And he's like, "No." And he's just like, "You want me to help you carry that weight?" And he's like, "Yeah." And it's like literally like it's a metaphor. It's a metaphor. It's it's like you can't just do everything on your own. He just. He does such a good job of like being on your team and helping you, and that's yeah. not always easy. He, yeah, and he seems he's he just seems so approachable in that regard. Mm-hmm. He doesn't seem like he's ever on the offensive, where he's at, it mm-hmm. never seems like an interrogation. Exactly. Yeah, he always seems like he's on your side. He's like genuinely curious as to what your problems are, mm-hmm. and I think he does a really good job of when they when the person starts to explain themselves, he just sort of picks apart their answers, and he's like, mm-hmm. well why it's like oh well you know i just sort of lost track of things it's like well why did you lose track of things and right he, and he just follows he just pokes holes and like that surgical precision and that's really and that that's that's what's like incredible thing about like what he does because like i like i i think we're, we're going to like look this up afterwards but it does seem like he like has like some fucking training in how to do this i yeah i was surprised if he did like that that's like what like a therapist fucking does and yeah. and like the the cool thing about karamo is like karamo also like i feel like he, he doesn't just ask these things just for the sake of like, you know, investigative shit or to like just you know do like what the show does, but like he like truly is like the like and he he is he is what empathy is. Yep. Like you have I've seen so many fucking episodes. It must be like eighty to like ninety percent of fucking episodes I've seen where like Karamo talks to someone and like they start crying, he starts fucking crying. Yeah. Like Karamo like so deeply feels where someone's at. And that is like you have. I think you, you convinced me with your with your with your spiel, Tom. Akramo is is the main character. He's the best boy. I yeah. disagree. I I don't think that. They're, Let's hear it. I, I think it's Jonathan and Karamo. Right. Well, I think I think Jonathan gets a lot of points just because he's like the most colorful. Character. He's the most outrageous. And yeah, he... but they focus in on on Jonathan because he is that, and they focus in on Karamo because he's the most effective one. Mm-hmm. Right. Jonathan yeah. also does a John... lot of what. Karamo does like 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 we like we talked about. They all do a little bit of like a therapy aspect yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. And That's Jonathan, I feel like the more like I watch Jonathan, the more I realize that like he does it really fucking well because he does it very like in like a way that's like uh, like covert almost. Yeah. So um, one of the things like, I like notice it, it's a little bit like a side thing for like Tim. Um, Tan's usually like the first person you see, and he catches on like the self-deprecating like, humor. Yep. And he calls it every single fucking yep. time. He's like, like, well, I don't like you, this. You don't like his smile. He's also British. Yeah. I'm going to do a terrible mm-hmm. British accent whenever I talk about Tan. Well, he, <laughs> I think he's Pakistani. 
But yeah, but he's, he's British. British. He talks about the Queen yeah. all the fucking time. Yeah. yeah. There was yeah, a lot. You could be Pakistani and British. There are a lot of British people in the area. Sticking things trying, trying things. To, trying to <laughs> can make it tense. It's, it's a very important part of, of who he is. Um, it comes out in a, in, in a different episode. Whatever. We'll talk about that. I'll edit well, this. Well, they've all come out well prior to the show. <laughs> so, um, what were you saying? I jumped in. The, we were talking about the, the therapy and the, the, the therapeutic aspect that all of them bring to the table. Uh, Tan's yeah. background. Tan's background. Tan, how he was just, he, he calls you out on the self-deprecation. God. Me? Oh, I was just gonna say uh, the the fact that like a lot of the time Tan like he, he he talks about like hiding the smile like he'll call you out be like oh like you really don't like smiling or like um like oh you don't really like showing um like a certain part of your body like you don't like accentuating your legs like he, he'll call you out on like what you're self conscious about based on your wardrobe like oh your clothes are too baggy mm-hmm. um. And, like, he, he's, like, right away, like, locating, like, pinpointing, like, these are the things that this person doesn't like about themselves. And then mm-hmm. I think he does a good job of communicating it to the rest of the crew being, like, hey, like, look out for this. Like, help out with this. Like, Jonathan, like, when you're doing their hair, like, make sure that you, like. Also, Jonathan helped out with the dental that one episode, didn't he? Yeah, Jonathan's typically the person who like, yeah. who, like, leads them to the dentist yeah. and, like, gets her teeth taken care of. Uh, so, I've like, seen two episodes with that. He, he's, he, I think, Tan, like, behind the scenes, I think Tan does a lot of work being like, hey, this is the shit that I found. Mm-hmm. Like, fix it. Um, he's like the guy who does, like, the intake. Yeah. Yes. That's excellent. That is an excellent way to put it. Oh, remember the one, you, you saw it today, because I did, um, the one with the guy who's divorced from his wife. Yeah. But she still has... Uh, he still has her stuff in his like bedroom, oh. and his wardrobe is downstairs in the basement. And he's yeah. like, "All right, stop! What are you doing?" Like he mm-hmm. intervenes yeah. very quickly. Yeah, and I think like that's ten shines in that episode. Yeah. I think that's part of like what makes the show so good. And I think it's it sort of gets away from a lot of people. They spend their they spend their day to day, and they have these problems in their lives that they become so used to, mm-hmm. and they just become like so they hide in the background, and then you have. You know, the gay ambush happens, and they just run to your life, and they can just, from an outside perspective, they see all these problems right. lining up, and they're, they're able to diagnose them. It's, like, the sort of, like, tangential surface-level stuff, like, you know, like the fashion and, like, the cooking, you know, not to take away from any of that, because right. that stuff's important, but it's really, you know, it, they do a really good job of acknowledging sort of, like, the personal flaws and, and sort of giving that great outsider's perspective perspectives that can really help people improve right but like i I think like that stuff is also like so paramount because i think like what they really dig deep into and i think we're gonna totally totally deviate from the structure of what we're going to do because this is like you brought you brought some really important shit go off queen so like the thing that like i feel like queer eye more than makeover really gets down to is (laughs) fucking like depression and grief every fucking person i see has a symptom of one of these fucking things like either like you know, the person who, like, uh, there was that guy who had lived in a, I believe, it was, it was a house or a trailer that was owned by his parents, who had been gone for a really long time. But he never changed a thing about it. Like, I still had, like, a layer of dust on everything. Never did anything about it. Did not change his look. Did not change the house. Did not change anything. And it's because, like, I mean, this dude is, like, so, has, like, not acknowledged any of this shit. And um, then when it comes to like, a lot of other people, you know, they're so busy with everything else. You know, they're so focused in on this thing 
or they're just like feeling like so just shitty about themselves to the point where they're using that like self-deprecating humor that we talked about that like they're not taking care of themselves anymore they're not dressing themselves very well they're not eating very well you know they're not doing anything very well and all of that is like what like depression is and I think like that's where like having this like five-pronged attack at someone's lifestyle is like so fucking incredibly effective and why we get such like an emotional reaction by the end because we finally have like this person who's like almost like fucking reborn and they're like I can't believe I wasn't taking care of myself like this mm-hmm. and I think a lot of that and it's almost like there's a there's like a mental and a physical aspect because mm-hmm. to give credit to you know whenever Jonathan he brings him in they do like the haircut you know and when there's when they're doing a black person, he defers to the experts because yeah. Jonathan's like, I don't cut black hair, <laughs> and, he's like, and he'll bring someone else in, and he'll be like, and most of the time when you're watching the episode, you're like, oh my god, that guy's handsome. You're like, mm-hmm. I, yep. I didn't yeah. even there's know. There's that it. moment. There's that yeah. moment yeah. where it's just like, holy shit. It, it, I think with the, with the, I like what you're talking about with the physical versus like the the mental change. Like the physical change is really brought upon by like Tan, Jonathan, and uh, Bobby. Like, that, that is, like, the, the big change with them. Like, the, Tan and Jonathan will change your clothes. They'll change your, um, like, self-care, like Robbie was saying, like, your hygiene. And they'll, like, really make you look like how you want to look. Like, they, they look how... It makes you bring out your inner self. Right. And then, like, Bobby and Kam- uh, Kamara... Or not Bobby and Kamara. No, excuse me. Anthony and Kamara kind of... I mean, Anthony kind of helps you with a life skill. Like, you... Need to be able to cook. Right. Cooking is very um, important. But like tomorrow <laughs> is kind of carrying the the like change on his back. Like the right. and Jonathan, like Robbie said, Jonathan does contribute and like try to help you realize that like you're worth caring about. But Kamaro's mm-hmm. the one that like really breaks through the whole mold of like what trauma do you have? How right. can I help? And right. it's cool how they kind of like and that, again that's why I think Karamo is is the best boy. But Hmm. Again, you your anime terminology. I, I am the anime expert here. I will, I will flaunt it. And that, and that, and I think like that's like why I, I would agree that when talking about an anime, Such or, a or, or whatever, <laughs> Kuramo is like is like the main character because like Kuramo does break break through those underlying walls that are keeping you from eating right. Yeah, they're keeping you from dressing right. They're keeping you from you know keeping your house clean, all this sort of stuff. Um and. I would imagine that's probably the most lasting thing. Yeah. I mean, because, like... None of the other stuff's going to last if you don't have that interchange. Right. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think they're all... All that other stuff, they're sort of symptoms of, you know, what happens when your mental health deteriorates for one reason or another. Yeah. PSA also, if you want to get some mental health help, call your local health department. They will tell you who deals with your insurance, who's in the area. They will help you out. Please go ahead and do that. Yeah, you don't have to be a queer eye. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to be. But if Could you be. are, good for you. Yes, yeah. absolutely. I, I, I've been in it myself. Please go do do your thing. I would kill to be a queer eye. I mean, I, I would love for those guys to come over and tell me what's what. <laughs> I, I would love need that. it. I honestly need it. I, I kind of just want to hang out with I'm wearing jorts and a suit jacket right oh, now. Oh, come on. You're fine. It's, it's not you're a bad your, I mean, we have... I think... Home. I think we have yeah. a very specific friends who we've talked about needs it. Yeah, we, <laughs> we, 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 we'll leave that for another day. Yeah. Another um, day. Okay. So, anyways, it's time to get into the real bread and butter, the real question that we've all come here to discuss. Wait for forever. 
We're holy shit. Eh, we're actually, wait, what's the question, that, Bob? We're actually not that far in. Um, the question. Say it. The question is: Is Queer Eye more than Makeover on Netflix? Anime. Yes. I, I'm gonna yes. let you guys. Yeah. You guys. I yes. It, yeah. it is an yeah, anime. Sure, why not? Yeah. I, why not? I have a whole page of notes. I will go last. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Robbie and Grant, you have to answer. Let's raise, I, our, let's raise our hands. Anime. Yes, anime. Raise what your do you hands. mean? They can't hear they can't it. Yes. <laughs> no, because I'm trying to get a read of the room. So oh, close your you, well, Heads up, seven up. Read of the room. Heads up, seven up. Raise your hand. All right, so okay, whatever, Tom. You you feel like you? <laughs> I feel like you want to say something. I'm mad. Say I I you know I'm gonna defer to my uh, my legal counsel uh, Nicholas over here. Do you I, think it's anime or not? Oh, oh absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. He said yes. Okay. Yeah. He said yes immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, I recuse myself. I don't watch anime, so that's fair. That's fine. He's a cultured swine. It's up to you, Robbie. <laughs> Robbie, are you gonna be the counter argument or are you gonna agree? I. It's not anime. I I think it. In some circumstances, it can be considered anime, but I don't think it's the anime that you think it is. Listen, I think it's like four different animes, and I will go through all of my lists of that. Um, so you go through your argument first. I unrecuse myself. It's not anime, not because I unrecuse myself. I just, I just, I just don't know what. I like to undo is. the Fifth Amendment. I don't know how to classify. <laughs> it. So, so let, 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 let's let's talk about anime. So, what do we need for something to be anime? Um, literally can anything. Include that in your argument. All right. Do you want, do you want my argument? Do you want my four staged argument? The thesis. <laughs> if, if it's gonna take like ten minutes, it might take ten minutes. Go off, Queen. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> queen. Like, this, All right. This is your floor, Queen. All right. Here's the deal. I'm approaching this from several different ways. I'm gonna call myself on this show the um, anime correspondent. Um, first off, you are wearing a suit jacket. I am wearing a suit jacket. Um, two big things. Um, that are very superficial, titties. but make it anime. Oh, no, later. Um, number later. one. There are no titties. Uh, Karama, his name is oddly, oddly similar to Karama, the nine-tailed fox from Naruto. Anime. I'm putting it anime. out there. I'm putting anime. it out there. Number one, the fact that the main character, as three of us have said, pew, pew, pew. the main character, three of us have said, is Karamo mm-hmm. and Karama the Nine-Tailed Fox, i.e. Naruto. And that's an anime. That's an anime. That's All right, anime. number two. Number two. Um, Queer Eye has wonderful uh, like commercial break transitions where they just dance around and have a good time. You know what other show has that? Mm-hmm. One Piece. Yakuza? Anime. One Piece. Anime. Mm-hmm. One Piece has every commercial break. They have one character doing something. And it's a little like a little jingle that goes off. So yes, that, that those are my superficial points. Now here's my actual argument. I I spent some time today thinking about this. Let's talk. Some, like, and I'm gonna go from 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 most um or from least like sound yeah, argument to most sound argument. Number one, are you gonna read through every thought that you had? Oh, I'm gonna talk about them. I'm gonna summarize them. Okay. I'm not gonna, Robbie. It's not gonna be a four hour show here. I think you're about to have like even like even poo poo thoughts, and you're just like pee poo poo. You're like, um, well, there's a cartoon. We get point. to that. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Here's that's the deal. Right. <laughs> my first, my first argument. Again, I'm gonna start from the weakest to the strongest. Um, the way that Queer Eye works is every episode, it's a different person. They're going from person to person, trying to uh, help their lives. Now, in anime, we have two different types of jo- type of genres. 
We have the Monster of the Week, and we have a Ronin. Now, Monster of the Week is an anime where the characters go against a different villain every episode. Wait, but isn't sure. Law of the Order like also Monster? Yes, that would. Take, <laughs> and we'll get to that <laughs> soon. Wait, Holy, just just because it, it could classify as a type of anime. Does not Again, make my weakest argument. Wait, just my skip, to the good, skip to the yeah, good yeah, argument. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I have to go through them. I feel like you have to like, start with the good ones and then end with the good ones. No, 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 no. no. Like, you gotta work Why would you even present, present the bad one? Yeah, like, <laughs> all right, fine. Number two. Number two! If it's not an anime. Number two. Most modern shounen. Yeah. Shounen meaning young boy. Young boy. Um, Young man. Why is she say young man? Gay. Queer eye. Gay. And gay. <laughs> anime. Done. Therefore. That was argued. No. Um, so are you most, too over? <laughs> most of the modern animes nowadays have been splitting up their main characters into more than one. Normally an anime protagonist would just be one character, i.e. Naruto, Bleach, right. all that stuff. Um, but like more modern shows like Demon Slayer and uh, My Hero have kind of split the protagonist character into multiple. My Hero, you have the the constant rivalry rivalry between Deku and Bakugo, um, and they, they again as the show progresses become more and more important. Bakugo becomes a huge part of that show. Um, but with Demon Slayer, they actually split the main protagonist into three characters. You have Tenshiro, Zenitsu, and Inosuke. And they all kind of have the different personality traits of the anime protagonist, the perfect hero. So, like a mecha anime. We'll get to that. That's your argument. It's but, more like but, a Voltron of sorts. But, but so, that still tells us what the characters represent in an anime. Like, what? How is this an anime? Okay, and we'll get to my strongest argument here. Please, please just start with your strongest argument. God damn it. I cannot keep just like, just be like, this is a category of anime. Oh yeah. no! The, it, that's that's what. But the thing about anime is like, what makes an anime an anime isn't like, oh, it has like, oh, there's a little chibi thing in the corner. Like an anime can be fucking anything. Like I think the idea of is it an anime based on some typical Japanese expression is super like, it, it's cornhole in it. it it's gatekeeping because anime can literally be anything. Okay, but uh. Like queer eye. So that so then I'm 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 attaching this show to the anime conventions that I understand. You know what? That's really fair. That's what I'm saying. Like you can't just I, be I, like, I, I is it an anime? Too quick. I jumped yeah. too quick. Okay. Stop coming from my throat. Now, Sorry. my strongest <laughs> argument. I'm very passionate I know, about I know. queer eye I, not I, being an anime. I, okay, and that's fair, and I'll let you have your argument in a second. But this is the one you gotta refute, and this is the hardest yeah. one to refute. Queer eye yeah. is a reverse harem anime. Reverse harem. Now, with anime... I don't even know what a harem is. A harem anime is an anime where there is a, a male main <laughs> character, and then there's a bunch of female characters that, that uh, encapsule one like character trait. Okay. It's essentially... And they have names for them in Japanese. Now, this one is a show, Queer Eyes, a show about a harem. And again, I'm using harem in the definition of as there there are multiple of the same gender. I'm not saying that they're fucking each other. Um, okay. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that, was, that was a that was a reasonable remark. Yeah. Okay. I suppose. Um, but all the characters in Queer Eye somewhat represent one of those character traits. And I, I did my research. I looked this up. Um, we have Tan, right? Tan. Tan is what you would call a sundere. Sundere. A sundere is someone who expresses their love not necessarily in the nicest way. Like we were talking about before. Tan can be sassy. Mm -hmm. Tan's not just... Like, eventually Tan's gonna be like, yes, queen. But, like, 
in the beginning, he's gonna he's gonna tear no you apart. Clear. He's gonna tear you apart. Right. All right, that's tan. Now Jonathan is, and I had to look this word up. Is what we call a genki. A genki. A genki. Now a genki is the girl who is basically the hype beast. They are the overly positive person. They are the person that like in cap like they they are the girl who just like loves the main character and tries to build them up and can be goofy. But yeah, I mean, literally, dude, they, 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 they fit to a T. Would they be likely to use the phrase? Yas Queen. Yeah, 100%. A Genki okay. would 100% use well, Yas Queen. Genki, well, I think, is student in Japanese. Robbie. You're going to you're gonna refute the anime expert are you, over here? Well, listen, you're going to refute Google? Are you going to refute Google? Because I looked this up before the show. No, I won't. Okay. I won't. Now. <laughs> you got me. Overrule. Kamaro. <laughs> yeah, I said it right. Kamaro is a dare dare. Now, a dadadere is, like, the super supportive um, girl. Like, the girl that's always there for you. Probably, like, a next-door neighbor or something like that who's always looking out. Um, I think that fits pretty well. Anthony and Bobby I'm going to talk about at the same time because they're the type of girl that they are is, is basically the same. They are a kudere and a dandere. Kudere and dandere, both kind of quiet. You don't hear too much from them. But they show their love. As much as they can. And I think Queer Eye is a reverse harem. Now, now Grant's bringing up a point. I want to I wanna know what Grant's point was. It sounds like he ended his... God forbid these animes aren't misogynistic. I mean, all animes. Oh, yeah, the 100%. I mean, like, that's... Listen, listen, listen. Defining a person... Oh, oh, we're going to defend it. We're going to defend it. No, I'm not going to defend it. I'm not going to defend it. We're not here to argue that. Of course they are. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, it's literally, like, you're you're literally confining a, a person's, like, whole being to a single characteristic. That's incredibly misogynistic. Horseshit. Yeah. That's why I don't watch it. But, okay, no. Well, you watch Queer Eye, which is anime. Queer Eye is... Is normal reality television right up my alley? I don't know. Did you just hear Professor Professor well, Nick? Well, then is Hell's Kitchen anime like like? We'll I get into that. that. We'll get into that. I watch a lot of reality television. I would love to do is Hell's Kitchen anime. I mean, that would be the funniest fucking. Right. <laughs> and again, circling back to my final argument here, if we're gonna argue it's a reverse harem, I'm just saying they fit pretty decently into these typical harem conventions. Now, of course, they're real people. You can't put them in a box. 100% again. However. However, (laughs) if you are asking me if this is an anime, and my definition of the question, is it an anime, does it fit into already established anime conventions? 100%. This is a harem anime. Your argument. So, counter-argument. Um... It's not an anime. <laughs> Strong start. Um, you're both looking at me like fucking vultures, mm-hmm. and I'm very scared. I'm, I'm, I'm very excited to hear what you're going to say. Yeah. Um, Did you so do your research? I'm going to go ahead and say that it's not a harem anime. I'll admit that it's an anime. Oh, uh, this is your point. I hope we've already conceded. I've already conceded your point. I will. No, however, this is a good point. I will, however, point out. That it's a mecha anime. You son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. Zoltron, or should I call it the Fabtron? Five pieces. It's also Voltron. Two arms. Yeah. Voltron. Voltron. <laughs> two, two arms, two legs, one head. Voltron. Fab five. Five pieces. Wait, where's the they rest are of together. It? The head. 
which we've discussed before. Who's the main character? Karamo. 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 Absolutely the head. Mm. He's the guy who he, he even connects with the brain. Who? It's, brain guy. I, I, brain I, guy I, be head. I, I couldn't even... I, I couldn't make this one. If it's too well. Brain guy be head. Um, you son of a bitch. So, yeah. I oh, want yeah. you to... If, oh, you, yeah. if, you, if you structure this Voltron correctly... Oh. Oh. You win. Oh. He's got queen. one out of five so far. Queen. I'm waiting. But, okay, queen. So, one leg, for me, I feel the foundation. The home. Bobby. Yeah, I'm on your side. You're, Bobby, you're, yeah. You're, you're, you're Bobby, two for five. You're on the right track. He, Bobby mm-hmm. goes in. He, may, he gives you a home. Not just a house. Not an apartment. Not an RV. A home. Oh, my God. The other leg... Right. Another good foundation for how you exist, for how you live. Worry about where you're gonna go, but I'm gonna do it. Send it, Anthony. Yup, yup. And there were two answers. I would go tan. I was gonna say tan. I would go tan. Yeah. Teaches you how to feed yourself. You know, they're, they're your legs. They're your foundation. But you don't cook with your feet. You cook with your but, heart. But, <laughs> but, but before you leave your house, you wake up. In your house, and you make yourself food, and then you go. You know, at, at night, you come home, you're in your house, you're making food for yourself, and you're going to bed. That, that's your foundation for me. Food is your family. But then you got your arms. Food is your family. You got your arms, the things that you fucking grab the world with. Mm-hmm. By the balls. You grab it with your fashion, <laughs> with, with your tan, and you grab it with your style, your grooming, with your Jonathan, and you choke the world. Alright. <laughs> you choked. I went too far. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're a Mecca, you're probably doing a lot of choking, I, I assume. Right. I mean, how can you choke a right? It's more punching. It's yeah, it's more, more punching. Yeah. Even Gellion, there's a good bit. There's a lot there. there. Yeah. Just watch that show. Watch both those shows. What kind of anime backgrounds do we have going on? What Not think, a lot. What do we think the backgrounds are? We need the backgrounds. <laughs> Oh, oh, you, you want backgrounds for oh, the characters? I think I think John. This is an important question: How much anime do they actually watch? No, no, no. He's saying like, if we were to, if they were the characters in the anime, since we have decided this is an anime, what are their backstories? I think John has a Sat has a Sasuke type background. Watch like a, he's like the last of his clan. Watch this whole family like die, this. and he's just like, I'm ready to make the world a fucking beautiful queen. Okay. Yeah, that's like after all of Naruto. Though. That's like you're going, you're doing Boruto Sasuke, but I'll allow it. Does that happen in Boruto? Boruto, I mean, Sasuke becomes like a lot cooler in Boruto. Oh, he's oh, got like, he's, I'm sad. It's like he's just like I'm gonna help the village. In, originally, there's like a zero percent chance he would ever say Yas Queen, but in Boruto, there's like a two percent. Yeah, chance he'd he probably would say Yas Queen. He would say it if like Boruto threw like one of those disappearing rocks. He's like, oh, you Yas Queen, slay that alien <laughs> <Slay>. guy. <laughs> no, but I, I do like the Karamo uh, Jonathan Naruto Sasuke comparison because again, Karamo Karamo, it, it's science. It's science. I don't make it up. Mm-hmm. I see the I see all the lines. It's I linguistic. I, I, I see <laughs> I see a difference in a letter and I correct it. I fix it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean I, I end up getting a ring from my girlfriend made out of carrots. <laughs> and again, I think I think Karamo has to go through some sort of trauma too. And again, like if you watch the show, yeah, he does. I like he he was I, I don't remember the exact like way it happened, but he was separated from I believe his son. Was that it? He had what? a kid? Karamo. Uh, I have no idea. I know he had, he has like two kids. Yeah, and he like, he didn't necessarily like raise them, like, yeah. Yeah. I, I th- 
I think he so. talks about it in like several episodes yeah. where he's yeah. just like, yeah, like I had a son and then I wasn't there for him as much as I'd like to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, yeah, he has that tragic backstory and now he's trying to like embrace the world and like make it a better place, a la Naruto. Now, blow me. <laughs> with Bobby, I think Bobby, I think Bobby. See, we don't see a lot of them. I think he comes from more of a, a mech anime background. I think he was in he was in a warehouse somewhere, and oh, someone warehouse. T- he was t- he, he like he was abandoned as a child, and he was raised in a warehouse learning how to build things. He's a rock Lee. You keep we keep coming back to Naruto. There's so much more anime than Naruto. I've seen like three of them. I know. Mm-hmm. But what do you, what do you and want? you start. Well, you're the one who started a podcast. Yeah, is, that, it is it anime? I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, yeah, bring all like, my sources because like, I don't fucking know. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call <laughs> I think Bobby's <laughs> like I don't know what anime is. I think Bobby's a Winry from uh, fucking Full Metal Alchemist. Mm-hmm. I think I watched that. Anime. Yeah, I know it's, a that anime it's a good one. <laughs> I think. I think he he is a support character. I think he works really hard. I think he was raised to just make other people's lives better by building things. I think he's more of a Sean Hannity from my favorite anime, uh, Fox. We haven't Hannity. had the chance to talk about that one. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, Sean, it's, it's not anime. It's Sean Hannity an anime. It's like what is anime? We've watched Hannity. An anime. We've watched every episode of Hannity. <laughs> now I hate everyone. Yeah. Now, now I hate. We've watched ten thousand hours of Hannity. Okay, what's the RNC anime? What's uh, the DNC anime. I'll have to watch it again. Yeah, but I'll have to also re-examine. Oh, it. you're gonna watch it again? <laughs> just for funsies. Yeah, just for funsies. You know, just funsies. you know, light up a jazz cigarette and relax and watch the Republican National Convention. We still need a background for Tan and Anthony. Well, um, well, as you could tell, um, British Tan, guy, hot Tan, gay guy, Tan and Anthony. Their names can you can merge them. Tan and Anthony. Tan Anthony. Or or Antitan. <laughs> so they were at one point they were one singular organism. And they were and, split. And they were genet- they were made they're they're made a lab of sorts. Uh, uh, City was supposed to be the perfect the perfect. The perfect. <laughs> the perfect gay human being. Mm-hmm. And you know, after and Tansy was was you know it was, was too strong and they had to separate them. Mm-hmm. And and through and through the miracle of queer eye more than makeover. Uh, they found their way back to each other, and over the course of the show, you find that they realize their common past, mm-hmm. and that they, you know, and that's gonna, um, that's what I think is gonna yeah, be last finale. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 must, they do they like must... they do the fusion dance. Yeah, no, I think more so they must kill the surgeon who separated them, Ben Carson. Get <laughs> <laughs> real political on his yeah, no, I think they either they either have to fuse or they have to to appreciate the fact that they were split apart and now they are their own person. It's gonna be like an existential thing, like yeah. uh, it's about identity. It's, it's kind of like Evangelion. It's like, gonna be like the Queer Eye bottle episode. I think the last episode of Queer Eye should just be that last clip from Evangelion where it's like. Congratulations! Or it's just like all of them sitting in a chair talking about their own. The last episode of Queer Eye is like they queer eye themselves. Oh my <laughs> god! Oh, shit. Like all of them just like turned like Jonathan. They're like you need to change. And he's what? And like Jonathan, you gotta stop with the bare midriffs. Yeah. <laughs> it's too much midriff. <laughs> like you're going to weddings in your bare midriff, dog. You've got to stop. <laughs> so, so let's Jesus. 
That, that's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever so, I find something funny, I don't laugh. I just say how funny it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. Boom. <laughs> um, so let's talk then about, you know, as our really, like closing remarks. Why should people watch this show? I, we spent the first 30 minutes about why they should watch this show. I think we did a really good job of like well, describing the appeal. I guess, to, I guess to sum it up, you know, in this... Like, what like what, do you, what have you gained from watching this show? I'll put it like that. What I have you gained from watching this? I, I think Queer Eye is such a, is such a refreshing change in the sea of negativity, especially mm-hmm. in the landscape of reality television, which is mostly consumed <coughs> with watching horrible people be horrible yeah. and laughing at them. But you have something like this, you have something like the Great British Bake Off, which you could argue is also anime. Um... But it, Later. it's perhaps we will. It is a it is a show about self improvement. Is is a show about introspection, mm-hmm. and it's something that a lot of people don't really stop to realize. And there's always, the show always ends with a happy ending. I think mm-hmm. there's a lot to be gained from that. I think I think like to go off of that, the thing that uh, that Jonathan always stresses is that like you know there's a beautiful human being behind you. Like, you are beautiful. Like, you have these features that that deserve to be loved. And, you know, we need to bring those out. Yeah, so, or you so, can watch Ellen. So, to you, I bring... <laughs> you can't watch Ellen anymore. You, you, get a, you get a no queen. Cancel. Tam. Ta- Tam. <laughs> Tom, you get a yas queen. <laughs> Affirmative. Nick, uh, tell, tell us about how... Uh, Tell us about the queer eye. I mean, I, I, I think... <laughs> oh, man, let me tell you about the queer eye. I, I think you and Tom really, like hit it out of the park I mean it, it's a very positive show it's all about self-improvement and I think it goes the extra yard that a lot of other shows don't where it's like actually like a, it's it's approaching the trauma like embracing the trauma that you've been through in the past and like taking it and making yourself a better human and like whether that means you're dressing better whether that means you're eating better whether that means you like yourself better i mean there, there's so many different aspects that they approach it's a very nice holistic approach to self-improvement which you don't really see a lot and um i just i, I think just the 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 people make it the best like all, mm-hmm. all these different guys tan anthony bobby jonathan and kamara like, all their personalities bleed into the show and really make it entertaining to watch. Like, because you can watch a show about somebody improving their life, and it's like, oh, good for you. But, like, Jonathan's running into the house, like, putting on a bunch of different wigs, just having a good time. Bobby's knocking down, uh, like, walls. It's just, like, it, it, it's it, it, they make it entertaining to watch positive things. Yeah, and it, it draws you in at the beginning with the, the lightheartedness and the... The goofy gay ambush, and then keeps you in and teaches you a lesson with all the the exact the self examination and the, mm-hmm. the self improvement themes and you know it, I think like you know not to sound like corny or anything but it can actually like inform like the viewer mm-hmm. as well. it, absolutely it's it's something you can actually walk away from to accept so you know it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's really good. It's really available. It's fun. It's super. It's super easy to watch. Just like take a take a bottle of wine. 
Pour oh, it's a great, it's, it's a, a great, great wine, wine show. It's, it's a, a great, great wine, wine show. show. It's a great <laughs> anything show. It's a great wine show. It's a great, it's a great coffee show. It's a great jazz cigarette show. Jazz it, cigarette. It, it's just a nice like, it's a nice palate cleanser. Yeah. Like there's so much terrible things going on nowadays, and it's just nice to like see people working Wait, like, on themselves. What? Wait, oh, what do you mean? Uh, like people being murdered in the streets, or like the fact that our president's the biggest fuckhead in the world? Hey, like, this is not a political show. I've never discussed anything political ever. Thank you, Grant. <laughs> Greg, what what is it that that uh, that has you coming back to Queer Eye? Ah, it's it's something to watch while I play Madden, and it's not like, <laughs> it's not it's not it's not news, so it's even better. I, I don't think I could have said that. That, that. that is that is so totally acceptable. <laughs> that is so totally acceptable. Um, there you have it. Yeah, um, overall, I feel like Queer Eye is a, is a show that's really fucking funny. <laughs> overall, Queer Eye can be a show that you watch while you play Madden, or it can be a show that you watch and you become just inspired to be a good person for the day, or you can become inspired to care more about yourself. What a crock of shit. And wherever you stand... <laughs> Some of us, I see, don't stand so is for anything terminally cynical. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so, Queer Eye, whether it's anime or not, it is. It seems yeah. that it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it is an anime. Uh, whether harem or mecha, I feel has. Oh no, you want with it, the you want with the mecha. The harem's out. Why can't it be now? both? Why can't it be okay. a mecha that's so, composed of women? They're not women. A flesh mecha. Because or reverse, reverse. Sorry, it's not reverse. Reverse, reverse, reverse hair. Hair. Why can't it be like a, a flesh mecha? <laughs> like, a like, flesh like, like, like a dating sim, which is also a mecha. You date, anime. You date the limbs. You, 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 <laughs> and, and you don't win the you don't win the game until you have dated the entire the entire machine. Is that is that? It's like the amalgamation. You gotta you gotta date all the limbs, and then at the last date, it's the final boss. I hope, the entire yeah. Game. I hope you're a feet guy. <laughs> You're your feet, feet guy. guy. Yeah, hey, Rex Ryan here. <laughs> it's a reference from like six years ago. Uh, it's, it's, it's always relevant. All right. he, he, he's still eating feet. All right, let's end the show. Anyways, let's go, let's so, go get a goddamn so, snack. So, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> Queer Eye, more than a makeover. Anime. Boo! Boo, yeah, boo. I said right. boom. Yeah. Oh, boom. All right. It's a fact. Thank you so much for watching. Um, Netflix listening. For listening. Idiot. Uh, please listen to our other podcast, uh, Download, Download Me a Hoagie, Hoagie, where we talk about anime. Recording new episode tomorrow, baby. Start with the Sanders! Start with the Sanders! What are you doing? He's singing. I'm pumped. This is a podcast. Anyways, thank you so much for listening. For all of us, and also for the Fab Five, I suppose. Are you going to play the guitar note to close us out? Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah. Give it, give it. Yeah, yeah, Tom, Tom, go and play us out. Alright, alright, alright. Play us out. Play us out. I'm gonna do a queer eye. A song. Alright, I'm gonna do a song. You probably take the pick out of the strings. Queer eye. I'm not a queer guy, but I love this show. Queer eye, queer eye. Don't you ever go away. (laughs) 